Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, it's Chelsea, and I'm here with Ryan, and we are still working our way through Proverbs today. And Ryan, what stuck out to you? A couple <laughs> things stuck out to me. Uh, I think what we're going to go with is Proverbs 22 starts with, listen to the words of the wise. So this episode of the podcast is going to be unrelated sayings of the not so wise. <laughs> How's that sound? <laughs> it sounds very interesting. It also sounds hilarious to start your book with, here are some words of the wise. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's how I'm going to start writing letters. That's how I'm going to start writing my book. Also, when's the last time I wrote a letter? I don't know. <laughs> it's a lost art. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there. I guess just because we're dealing with like unrelated kind of pithy sayings, sort of, mm-hmm. I think that's probably our thoughts will flow that way as well. So, I was thinking, this goes in the category of not very significant. Um, he talks a lot about mo- moving ancient boundary lines. So, like, I don't think we're out there, like, moving stones or pushing rocks or, like, pulling rods up out of the ground and, like, stabbing them in another place. I do think sometimes we mow the grass a little bit further. Yep. <laughs> that definitely happens. Is that a Pennsylvania, like, Lancaster County thing? Or is that people – do people all over the United States mow their boundary lines a little bit further? I don't know. Just, to, like, just a little bit of passive aggression. <laughs> Guys, are you mowing your grass a little bit further than you know you're supposed to? Let us know. Also, what would it be like to mow your whole neighbor's yard just to be nice? Uh, that'd be awesome. Um, or maybe your neighbor would be like, what are you doing? Get you, out of my yard. <laughs> these lines look awful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, when I was pregnant with our first child, um, my husband worked very long hours and several jobs. Um, and it came upon one July day. Nope, not July because he was born in June. Probably June, though. I was very pregnant. Um, where I was mowing the lawn because it got really out of hand. And my neighbor came over and told me to stop. And he just took his riding mower and just like zipped around and did it in two minutes. And I was like, thanks, neighbor. Thank you. <laughs> if you see a pregnant lady mowing her lawn, just please take over. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good, especially in summer, right? Right, exactly. Uh, what stuck out to you? <laughs> that was my unrelated saying. <laughs> uh, guys, we're really sorry about today, honestly. <laughs> um, I mean, some leadership things stuck out to me. They, I mean... I think there's more than just this verse that talks about having many advisors, but that's something that I kind of keep in the back of my mind. It's a proverb that has always stuck out to me. Um, in 24 verse six, don't go to war without wise guidance. Victory depends on having many advisors. Um, not necessarily war, but it makes me think of like, Hey, there's probably a lot of people in my life that could give me guidance on things and using those resources carefully. Again, we're not going to talk to everybody about everything, but to know that there are wise people in your life and having people speak into it. Good thing to do, I think. That seems to me to be like one of the things that people love to say. Like, you know what's important to leadership? Having people that don't agree with you. And like, it seems like everybody loves to applaud that and also not do it. Yep. <laughs> That's it, true. It doesn't mean like have somebody in your circle that doesn't like what you do. It has. It means like have somebody in your circle that doesn't like what you do and listen to them. Yeah. And that's hard. I can't even, I mean, that's hard. There's been a couple, um, there's lots of opinions about Andy Stanley, I understand, but there's, there was uh, some pretty cool podcasts he was doing talking about that topic. Hmm. And he was talking about open handed leadership, um, where you just like actually choose to do something that you think is wrong, which actually seems like a crazy leadership concept. I mean, hopefully nothing like huge, nothing huge, but like his, <laughs> his example is that he brought in some younger people. They were doing a, they were doing a series specifically targeted towards atheists. 
And so they wanted to do a series that was designed for, this is actually crazy all over the place, but they wanted to do church services designed for people who don't believe in church. Hmm. And so he brought in this team of people to do it, and they had a lot of ideas that he did not like. So it was like, you know what we should do? Not use the Bible, because atheists hate the Bible. And so he's like, okay. I I wish you guys could see how big uh, Chelsea's eyes are right now. Um, I don't know if he, I think, I think they actually did do, I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure. I think they actually did do a couple weeks where they didn't use the Bible. I mean, it'd be interesting to do that just to go off of like scientific fact. Yeah, and, that's like, what he did. Yeah. And the, and the, the, the understanding was like, guys, this is, this is a couple weeks dedicated to a non-Christian audience. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you can go crazy with all kinds of ideas about it. Yeah. Is that theologically correct or not? Yeah. And God's, I mean, the Bible is super important. Don't get me wrong, but God's existence is bigger than the Bible. But it's all over the place. The, the thing that he said that he got the most out of. And this is one of his things when he talks about open-handed leadership. He says, sometimes while you're listening to somebody and you don't like what they're saying, just hold your hands open under the table to remind yourself of what you're doing. So so he said he actually did that. Uh, And this this younger dude said, you know what we should not do is ask for money at all. At all. For like the next eight weeks, we're not taking an offering. So they did it. They didn't take an offering. And it actually stuck. Like they actually decided, we like this so much, I don't think we're going to do it ever again. Because they realize that like a lot of people that are motivated to give, they give anyway. Hmm. And so you don't actually have to dedicate, you know, 10 minutes of every single service asking for people's money because people that want to give, give. I love that. I think that's very cool. So that was like an open-handed thing that ended up actually being really valuable. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Also, if you go listen to North Point today, there's probably a piece where they're asking for offering. I don't know. <laughs> so another thing that stuck out to me was, um, so it'd be Proverbs twenty two twenty two. Don't rob the poor just because you can or exploit, uh, exploit the needy in court for the Lord is their defender. He will ruin anyone who ruins them. Um, if you want to feel super tense about your convictions. Um, I do. I bet you don't because <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Like it's easy for us to read that and be like, well, I don't take advantage of the poor. That's great. Uh, it's a little bit crazy when you consider that if you're listening to this in the United States, like no matter what financial status you are, you are most likely in the top 1% of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so then like, what do we take out of that? Like, yeah, you look at your neighbor, you're not rich, but if you look at the world population, you're actually very rich. Mm-hmm. If you look at, if you look at the people who would have received this word originally, you are very rich mm-hmm. and it, like, don't hear me like, you don't know my story. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, we're not all rich. Right. But it is worth thinking about, like, we're a lot richer than the rest of the world. And so what does that mean for us? Mm-hmm. Like, and how we consume things. Yes. And how we specifically in how we consume stuff, because mm-hmm. you can look at different products um, that do exploit people like they definitely do. Mm-hmm. And we love that stuff. We eat that stuff up because they don't advertise like, hey, we had this made for us for a dollar fifty and you pay two hundred and fifty dollars for it. <laughs> Actually, sometimes a thousand dollars for it. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, I think that's a really important thing to talk about. If we have a heart for the world, if we have a if we have a heart for the needy and the poor like God asks us to, like what does that look like on a practical level? What does it look like for the people who are receiving this at this time? I'm I'm like wondering. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Because it's always good to ask that. The people who are reading this, what did that mean? Cuz I'm thinking this this later half of Proverbs, it was people in exile, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. What does that mean? So those are like incredibly oppressed people. Incredibly poor oppressed people. Being encouraged to practice extravagant generosity. Wow. And so oftentimes, really, um, being a follower of Jesus is marked by extra- extravagant generosity. That's a hard word to say, guys. Extravagant <laughs> generosity, like like erring on the side of giving things away. Mm-hmm. And that's tough. 
It's it's yeah. much easier to give things away actually when you don't have that much. Mm-hmm. For some reason, when you have a whole collection and garage full of things, mm-hmm. you don't actually want to give much of it away. Was it Francis Chan that really? Well, he's had, getting a lot of love on this podcast. Has really. a, he's great. I have a lot of book recommendations. <laughs> anyway, um, but he he went kind of he's pretty radical, I think, right? Because he had a massive church, and I think he gave away like I think he reduced his salary to like. Not very much at all. I, I know right? David Platt did something very similar. Maybe that's what I'm thinking I'm, of. I don't, I'm not sure if Chan did, but I know David Platt, Platt did. So Platt, uh, they went through a period of time where they actually sold all the instruments yeah. like to support people. Yes. And tons of other mainline pastors. You can actually watch some videos where other mainline pastors are just like actually kind of mocking him for like, mm-hmm. you don't even have instruments in your church. And he's like, yeah, we want to try to care for people in a real way. Oh my goodness. I think it is David Platt that I'm thinking of. Francis Chan, we still love you. <laughs> We gave him screen time. That's true. A couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really important. And like on the flip side of that, so if you're like, oh my gosh, then what do I consume? I think it's kind of cool to look into people, a lot of believers and companies that use their products to help people. Like I'm thinking specifically of um, a clothing um, company that I know of that employs people in, I think it's um, Nigeria, um, to make their clothes. And they the women are paid very well. Like this is how they the women earn their living in Nigeria and, um, and they sell them here in America and it's, they love those people. So I think to look for companies like that and say like, how can I, how can I support and not exploit the needy? I think that's a good place to start. And if you, if you decide to live a life that does not exploit the needy, you will actually start paying a lot more for goods and services. Yeah. You definitely uh-huh. will. Yeah. Um, because we actually like, whether it's on purpose or not, uh, we do exploit the needy in our daily, daily lives often. Yeah. And because they are, you know, shipping lanes away, it doesn't feel like it. Right. And this is not, to be completely transparent, this is not something that I'm doing right now. I'm no, not like, no, it's, 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 <laughs> it's something very, I need to think about. It's very, very difficult. Like, I remember in college, we took a class, uh, and the professor was, like, really drilling deep into this. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally, like, okay, what clothes do you have on? Who made those? Do you know how they do stuff? Like, do you know how they hire people? Do you know where their workers, like what wages their workers are getting? Hmm. And it, it actually is like, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, because when you break down our lifestyle, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes pretty difficult then to decide like, okay, how do I determine these things? I mean, actually, a, a, this may be dumb, but like a pretty great way to make sure you're not explaining to people is buy your clothes from Goodwill. Hmm. Like, you're supporting an organization. You're not paying full price for that stuff. Obviously, it's still made by those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that is a step that a lot of people are like, what? Get out. Yeah. No, but it's right. I think it's it's good on so many levels to do something like that. Because if if the church was marked by the things that Jesus was marked by, people wouldn't hate the church. Hmm. Whoa. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening today. Um, hopefully, we gave you some th- things to think about. I mean, I'm going to be thinking about it. <laughs> probably going through my closet tonight. (laughs) Um, Hope you enjoy it and subscribe if you can and follow us on social media too. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Proverbs 22, beginning in verse 17. Listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my instruction for it is good to keep these sayings in your heart and always ready on your lips. I am teaching you today. Yes, you. So you will trust in the Lord. I have 30 written sayings for you, filled with advice and knowledge. In this way, you may know the truth and take an accurate report to those who sent you. 
Don't rob the poor just because you can or exploit the needy in court. For the Lord is their defender. He will ruin anyone who ruins them. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people, or you'll learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Don't agree to guarantee another person's debt or put up security for someone else. If you can't pay it, even your bed will be snatched from under you. Don't cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary markers set up by previous generations. Do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. While dining with a ruler, pay attention to what is put before you. If you are a big eater, put a knife to your throat. Don't desire all the delicacies, for he might be trying to trick you. Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. In the blink of an eye, wealth disappears, for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. Don't eat with people who are stingy. Don't desire their delicacies. They are always thinking about how much it costs. Eat and drink, they say, but they don't mean it. You will throw up what little you've eaten, and your compliments will be wasted. Don't waste your breath on fools, for they will despise the wisest advice. Don't treat, cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary markers. Don't take the land of defenseless orphans, for their Redeemer is strong. He himself will bring their charges against you. Commit yourself to instruction. Listen carefully to the words of knowledge. Don't fail to discipline your children. The rod of punishment won't kill them. Physical discipline may well save them from death. My child, if your heart is wise, my own heart will rejoice. Everything in me will celebrate when you speak what is right. Don't envy sinners, but always continue to fear the Lord. You will be rewarded for this. Your hope will not be disappointed. My child, listen and be wise. Keep your heart on the right course. Do not carouse with drunkards or feast with gluttons, for they are on their way to poverty, and too much sleep clothes them in rags. Listen to your father who gave you life, and don't despise your mother when she is old. Get the truth and never sell it. Also get wisdom, discipline, and good judgment. The father of godly children has cause for joy. What a pleasure to have children who are wise. So give your father and mother joy. May she who gave you birth be happy. O my son, give me your heart. May your eyes take delight in following my ways. A prostitute is a dangerous trap. A promiscuous woman is as dangerous as falling into a narrow well. She hides and waits like a robber, eager to make more men unfaithful. Who has anguish? Who has sorrow? Who is always fighting? Who is always complaining? Who has unnecessary bruises? Who has bloodshot eyes? It is the one who spends long hours in the taverns trying out new drinks. Don't gaze at the wine, seeing how red it is, how it sparkles in the cup, and how smoothly it goes down. For in the end, it bites like a poisonous snake. It stings like a viper." You will see hallucinations and you will say crazy things. You'll stagger like a sailor tossed at sea, clinging to a swaying mast. And you will say, they hit me, but I didn't feel it. I didn't even know it when they beat me up. When will I wake up so I can look for another drink? Don't envy evil people or desire their company for their hearts plot violence and their words always stir up trouble. A house is built by wisdom and becomes strong and through good sense. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with all sorts of precious riches and valuables. The wise are mightier than the strong, and those with knowledge grow stronger and stronger. So don't go to war without wise guidance. Victory depends on having many advisors. Wisdom is too lofty for fools. Among leaders at the city gate, they have nothing to say. A person who plans evil will get a reputation as a troublemaker. The schemes of a fool are sinful. Everyone detests a mocker. If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. Rescue those who are unjustly sentenced to die. Save them as they stagger to their death. Don't excuse yourself by saying, look, we didn't know. For God understands all hearts and he sees you. He who guards your soul knows you knew. He will repay all people as their actions deserve. My child, eat honey for it is good and the honeycomb is sweet to the taste. In the same way, wisdom is sweet to your soul and if you find it, you will have a bright future and your hopes will not be cut short. 
Don't wait in ambush at the home of the ungodly, and don't raid the house where the godly live. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. One disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. Don't rejoice when your enemies fall. Don't be happy when they stumble, for the Lord will be displeased with you and will turn his anger away from them. Don't fret because of evildoers. Don't envy the wicked, for evil people have no future. The light of the wicked will be snuffed out. My child, fear the Lord and the king. Don't associate with rebels, for disaster will hit them suddenly. Who knows what punishment will come from the Lord and the king? Here are some further sayings of the wise. It is wrong to show favoritism when passing judgment. A judge who says to the wicked, you are innocent, will be cursed by many people and denounced by the nations. But it will go well for those who convict the guilty. Rich blessings will be showered on them. An honest answer is like a kiss of friendship. Do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. Don't testify against your neighbors without cause. Don't lie about them. And don't say, now I can pay them back for what they've done to me. I'll get even with them. I walked by the field of a lazy person, the vineyard of one with no common sense. I saw that it was overgrown with nettles. It was covered with weeds and its walls were broken down. Then as I looked and thought about it, I learned this lesson. A little extra... Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, it means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, we would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, you can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.